We actually welcome back to another episode of Can't Handle Heat. It's your boy G Swizz, joined by Micah. Micah, how are we doing, man? Good, bro. Welcome back. Thank you, <laughs> Joe. Joe, how are we doing, buddy? Just as good as I was five minutes ago. <laughs> For those of you listening to it again, uh, we are about ten minutes into our podcast and uh, forgot to press the record button. So here we are, running it back. Just want to give a quick, fat shout out to Manscaped here. Rose are red, violets are blue. Don't let a wild pube wreck you. Valentine's Day is just around the corner, and our sponsor at Manscaped are here. For you, with the best tools to get your balls ready for the special occasion. This V-Day, it's time to join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. The leaders in below the waist grooming with our exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com and use our code VOLLEYBALLS, all cap, for 20% off plus free shipping. Uh, as well as, again, Dr. Price Electrolytes keeps you nice and electrolyted. Uh, Addison 20 for 20% off. Link in the bio here. Uh, let's get into it. First things first here. Uh, yesterday, AVP Grass just released that they're going to be dumping a crap ton of money into their AVP uh, Grass Tour circuit, and Taylor Crabs commented on it, and they were saying how basically they're like, oh, might have to mess around, play some grass tournaments, and obviously, luckily, we made a name for ourselves in the grass circuit this past summer here, and people were like, oh, out of system, out of system, and then Taylor was like, oh, I'll grab T, T. Sanders, and then Troy Field comments, like, oh, I'd be joining that team as well. And then we were like, hey, we're in, let's play. And then Taylor Crabb basically said, hey, we don't need an ex- we don't need a AVP to run this event. Let's just do it exhibition style. So we reposted that, and we're like, we're down on our account. And then Beach Volley Vikings commented, and Snow Volleyball France commented, and basically all the- everyone's like, oh, we should do it. And the McKibbins even commented, like, maybe put an event together and everything like that. So this could be turning to an event. And I know uh, we'd have to do it around May, because I think that's the best time for everyone. In terms of availability, um, how do you think we would fare, boys? I know we just kind of discussed this, but uh, run it back, Turbo. For me, for me, like I said, I always go in with the utmost confidence. You know, it, it doesn't matter. Leon could be across the net. I'd be like, all right, let's do it, boys. Here we go, baby. Let's get after it. You know, we got the top beach team in the world and one of the top players ever to play in America, Taylor Sander. One of the top play, top player in beach, Taylor Crab, Troy Field, up and coming star. Uh, versus the Addison Bulls. <laughs> how we how we faring? How we faring, boys? Joe? I said my opinion the last time. I want to know yours. You gotta repeat it, dude. Don't know. So I just un, I just know our chemistry. I on the grass chemistry just goes so far in a three v three game because I always tell people grass always takes the perfect uh, or the best qualities of both the indoor and the beach game. And puts it all into the, the same area, or, or into the same sport. Basically, that's why I love it. And I've ever since I started playing it, Taylor Crab will say the same thing. That's his favorite style of volleyball is grass volleyball, just because you get the high amount of touches. You have to do every skill set, um, but also it's kind of like more of the beach feeling in a sense where it's smaller teams. You serve a ton more, um, and it's a mixture of shots um, while also being more physical than the beach game. That's the one thing I think beach players make a mistake. They come out and they try to get too shoddy in the triples game and on grass, hard surface, uh, three guys on the court. It just, you have to be really deceptive with it. And so, you know, obviously a guy like Taylor Crabb has the ability to do that. Um, but there's always a balance. I think, you know, with our style, we're a very aggressive team. And we're, we've always been that. In all aspects of our game, we're extremely mm-hmm. aggressive. And we don't, uh, and we never, 
like go back and like say, oh, we should have been a little more aggressive here. Like that's never the case. It's always like maybe we shouldn't have missed all those serves in a row. Like we're, row. we're willing to go back and get after from the service line attacking. It's like when, when it's crunch time, we're going up and banging balls, and that's more of an indoor mindset. Uh, but I love that, and that's what I like about the beach. Is like kind of athletes from both. It's kind of a combination and a, and a cool fusion of both. But hey, I always believe in the boys. I always believe in this chemistry and the heart we have as we talk about all heart, people, baby. People don't heart. really understand the. I mean, they know our our dynamic on the podcast, but they probably don't know it as well on the court, like as a team, because we like we're not mic'd up in a lot of these things. But oh, maybe if they watch the vlogs, maybe they understand a little bit. Yeah. But for those of you who don't know or haven't seen, usually Gage and Joe, Gage has the most confidence. <laughs> and like it's always just like oh yeah, yeah we got this oh yeah yeah joe is like in, in the middle and i'm on the very bottom and i'm always just like oh, dude, no way we're winning this and yeah, so but there's no way you actually believe that though like in the back like if, if someone's like hold a gun in your head like okay do you actually believe that or are you just kind of being humble because people who know you people you, you can be overly humble when it's just like all right shut shut the hell up mike let's just go out there and kick their ass i think i think it's honest like it's my honest feelings when i'm off the court but on the court, it changes. But like once it once we start playing, then obviously then like I'm a I don't know. Luckily I get lucky and my like attitude changes completely when I'm on the court. But still, this is like I've never yeah. seen Anders play. But I have a feeling it would be pretty difficult to stop him on the grass. <laughs> Let alone Christian who can side out like, we got heart. every no, no, single we got time. Heart. <laughs> and then you're talking about like maybe the best indoor player in the top 10 indoor player in the world taylor sander on the grass and all three of us are just, <laughs> just imagine just imagine we're not game. we're not it so it would take it would take a miracle i think no, i don't think no, i don't no. think it's not possible but those guys are really freaking talented so it's true just imagine yeah. the warm-ups we're just doing jumbos and they're out there just bouncing <laughs> it would be and it's also like what the heck how how do you get to just pick up troy field we didn't yeah. go and like recruit. We just look at us. We didn't get a big blocker. I mean, who we else could we true. could have who like we could have been that? like we could have been like oh yeah like we let's go take Kofi or like some big blocker or like. But no, hey, we got what we got and we ride with what we got, and we're about one hundred percent six feet on average. <laughs> That's true. On a yeah, good day. Uh, maybe a little higher. We're probably a little higher than we're on like average. All uh, you guys think I'm tall, but I think we're like six two, six one. I bring high. it down for sure. I'm at the bottom end. Mike is at the top end, and then Gage. I think whatever Gage's height is is our average. Yeah, that's true. Gage <laughs> I'm under six two. I'm a little under six two. All right, so six one. Yeah, 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 I'd say. And then also we talked about having a four man beach event against those guys, dude. I want to do. That's all. I want to. Yeah, I want to talk to the McKibbins about doing a uh, kind of a two part exhibition series. So we do like the grass because that's kind of like. Where we've been doing all the stuff, and then we go play fours with them, and we told them that we would bring and get TJ the beach against their team. Yeah, the, getting the beach hall of Vikings would be way harder than it sounds, yeah. unless that FIVB tournament in California happens, which there's rumors that hasn't been announced. If that comes through, there's a couple things that we. we I was speaking with uh, the the national team, the beach hall of Vikings head coach um, last week. I was on a phone call with him. There's some things that could be in the works with them. When is that, um, Joe? It's nothing's confirmed. They, they don't even know if there's going to be an event. They haven't confirmed that there's going to be an event in California, but there's just okay. rumors that there might be. Um, Those guys are pretty legit, man. Yeah, they're Olympic pretty gold medalists. The one thing, the one thing is we 
I don't know. And I don't know if it's a... They make really good players look not very good, Joe. Like, they make our USA top team... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, they make people that train all year long and are in the Olympics pretty silly. What I'm saying is, and I don't know if this will bring any benefit or bonus at all or if it'll cause any change to the game, but but we, we run like a more indoor sophisticated offense where all the teams we'd be playing is like they run just pretty simple and Garrett and also they have the hitters to be able to just throw a ball up yeah. and go bang but i don't know we you know we might be able to get lucky and force a couple errors it's like really simple you know we can change like we did this summer we change up defensive kind of strategies and force some stuff here and there we side out how we need to the one thing is the serving will be from taylor sander get him going back there dude he's sure. pretty he's pretty good at serving yeah the thing is, also, that we can pass three. Yeah. We can pass three, and we might need to, because passing two against, some, like, Anders or Taylor would be pretty tough. Is Anders has a pretty good serve? Anders has a pretty good serve? I would imagine on the grass Anders? that he is going to be bringing His serve on the beach is gnarly. Watch him serve yeah. on the beach. His jump yeah. serve on the beach is gnarly. Which is impossible, because me and Joe have tried to jump serve on the beach. Remember when he played those New Zealand guys? Dude, we don't know how to get it in. I couldn't hit a ball in the court. Yeah, well, you don't know how to get it in. I don't know how people jump serve on the beach with that ball that floats and the small court. What in the They're world? We were, They're hitting it down, though. Think about that. Think about we, how much Joe, more Me and Joe were standing like 10 feet outside of the end line, <laughs> like trying to like just get some length on the court. Oh, dude, they're hitting it straight down. Anyways, uh, well, this is not a solo dole up, so we could, we could go on the subject all day long. But we decided to bring a very, very close guest, friend of the show. Maybe you'll see him more this summer. We'll see what happens. Um, we really haven't announced any of our summer plans or what's happening and the reasons for that. Um, but we decided to hop on our old teammate and uh, get Colton Cow on here because he's in the middle of India, which you may not know, and you may not know his journey after the national championship. And it is a very, very, very good one. So we're going to hop on here with the Colton Cowell. You can, you can handle the heat. Yeah. You can, you can handle the heat. We welcome on a friend of the show, former warrior, now in the middle of India. In the middle or what, what part of India are you in right now, Colt? I'm pretty, I'm pretty dead smack in the middle. Yeah. Solid, right in the solid. Middle of India. Middle of India, the Colton Cowell. Colton, thanks so much for hopping on here, brother. Thank you guys for having me. Always well, a pleasure. Well, we want to kind of ha- have you on here because a lot of people don't know. I mean, maybe they heard you were in India because you updated them uh, in your social media. But, like, well, after the national championship happened, what happened surgery-wise and everything? And then what has been your path uh, to lead you where you are now? Yeah. Uh, after the natty, got rotator cuff surgery done, labrum surgery, bicep realignment, uh, a couple bone spurs removed. But, you know. Needed to get done. Jesus. Um, now Wait, I'm what? Months, That's like eight, eight surgeries months. in one, it sounds like. Yeah, it, it, it was a long procedure. It was far longer. They, they found far more damage than the MRI showed when I was actually on the operating table knocked out. Um, wow. I mean, During the surgery, they're like, oop. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and they can, just, when I woke up, they can just they, change they it on schedule? It. Yeah. Yeah. That's they, next they level. They just said, like, we, we were able to work through kind of a – the extra damage that we found and clear the area. Um, all the tendons look good. I got a, uh, what's it called? The type of procedure. Oh, it's slipping my mind. 
Um, anyways, it's where they make just minimal, minimally invasive insertions. Um, they go under with like a, a microscope and stuff and they're just, they're really precise. Um, they actually use like um, tendon and bone cartilage and like the, the screws that they put in were, were made of bones so that they would calcify and conjoin with my shoulder and whatnot. So yeah, got all that done. Wow, that's nice. And now I'm, yeah, now I'm back to playing. So I know, I know originally after season you were talking to clubs in France and whatnot. So huh. uh, was it like a kind of a situation when you said it? When did you know that you had that you over next year would be looking a little different than when you initially had hoped or planned? Um, pretty much after the like throughout the whole season, I had a pretty significant amount of pain, um, and an impingement in my shoulder. But I kind of just masked it. Like when I needed to practice and when I needed to compete, mm-hmm. I would take pretty heavy anti-inflammatories. You were bombing, uh, sir, sw- dude, in practice too. Yeah, I was pretty much throwing out my, I was throwing out my shoulder. Um, yeah, I knew I, I knew I had pain, but like I would get to a point in practice where I'm like, okay, we've warmed up enough, like let's kind of let's let loose a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, I was serving harder than ever with a eighty percent tear in my supraspinatus and a fully torn labrum. So <laughs> that was pretty Jeez. cool. Hey, I that's guess. the move, Ex- then. I extreme start flexibility. My labrum. <laughs> I had, I had extra I, range of motion. Yeah. yeah. You're going to find me in my room I, just like trying to throw my shoulder out. <laughs> got to get some more pop just on gotta this dis- thing. You just got to dislocate it before you serve. Yeah. That's all it is. Um, but it, yeah, no, I, had, I was talking to several clubs, um, a few in Germany, a few in France. Um, I ultimately decided on on France, but then once I, um, I got an MRI done following – uh, the season because I had, I stopped taking the entire inflammatories and just like my daily activity became extremely painful. So my mental health was, was very poor. Um, mm-hmm. and I was constantly living in pain and I couldn't really do, play volleyball or do what I loved, um, without taking pills. And I was like, this is not the life I want to be living. You know, I was thinking like longevity wise, like I want to play with my kids someday and lift them up overhead right. and all that, you know, all that, all that good stuff that's coming down the road. Um, and so I decided that to take the risk because it wasn't a, a guaranteed hundred percent recovery. Um, but I figured with, with my work ethic and my kind of obsession with like kinesiology, even though I didn't study it, um, I'd be able to kind of get myself back into position to compete at a high level. So yeah, I took the risk and got the operation done and I was, um, able to actually play lightly at like four months. You, I mean, you came back incredibly fast for anybody who has yeah, like shul- super- shoulder surgery. A lot of people ask me, like, how is he playing all right? And that's, I yeah. said the exact same. Like, I have no idea. Like, shoulder surgery usually. I don't really, t- I don't really understand why I recovered so quickly. Um, I, I mean, I was very diligent with physical therapy. I went four times a week um, to two separate locations. Like, I was going at the physical therapy. And I was constantly telling them to kind of push my limits a little bit and just kind of let pain be, be like the guide throughout that whole process. Um, but yeah, at four months I was able to play beach volleyball. Like I couldn't really fully attack without tightening it, like it getting tight, but I was able to run around the court, lay out to dive set all these kind of moves and I was playing. And then by five months I was starting to generate power. Um, and then, yeah, once, once I pretty much hit the six month mark, um, I was hitting, attacking wise, I have more range of motion now, um, attacking. The only thing that's taking a little bit of time to return is I would say the service speed. Um, but now that's difficult for me to gauge because we're playing with a Costco ball 
out here in India. So that thing, if you do, don't get a good grip on it, uh, it's going back wall every single time. Let's Wait, I have one more outdoor question. Ball. We're playing with an outdoor ball indoors. I That's freaking ridiculous. I, I have one more question in terms of just the whole process yeah. and everything because people always ask about like college athletics, the support and resources. Um, so when you get out of college, you finish, you have to have the surgery a, a month later. That's covered by the university, right? That's not something that you had to do on your own. Like the university still took care of you after you finished at school. Yeah. So fortunately the athletic department was really gracious and they covered the entire bill of my surgery. And they also paid for my physical therapy post-operation as well. Okay. So that's sweet. at that point too, I was like, why would I, I put it off and potentially risk, um, you know, even I, I didn't realize like at that point, I really couldn't injure it further. <laughs> I could not injure my shoulder further than I had. It was torn in so many different places, but I was like, why wouldn't I, you know, take advantage of that opportunity and, and just be willing to work hard through physical therapy and getting my range of motion back um, and all that. So yeah, they, they covered okay. everything. That's sweet. That's super sweet. Mm -hmm. So, all right, so we talked a little bit like about, I think, a day or two ago about your journey uh -huh. to India, and you had some crazy stories. So first off, how did you hear about this league? How did you get in the league? Because there's other, like, beach players there. There's there's an interesting mix of players yeah. there from America. It's so interesting. That, that yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. I was like, how did this even begin? So you can give a little background yeah. about that. So this is called the Prime <laughs> Rupe Prime Volleyball League, powered by A23. Boom. <laughs> um, and it's, it do you have to say that started, when you say <laughs> pretty much yeah every time every time and then i have to throw in a bunch of other like side sponsors too um i should be wearing my shirt right now given being about a team but i forgot to uh anyways so let's see um the league i believe was started in either 18 or 19 and it had it gained major traction in india because it's it's televised on the same networks as game shows. It's not necessarily as much a, co a competition in terms of athletics as it is so much promoting sponsors. It promotes opportunities for Indian volleyball players to get job opportunities and endorsements outside of volleyball. Um, I'm sure you guys are going to want to know about the format. I'll explain mm -hmm. that kind of when the time comes and stuff. But it's, it's essentially a really competitive game show where the top athletes in india and a bunch of random foreign players that <laughs> are just trying to fit into the the system of volleyball and the style of volleyball that's played here all come together and play a bunch of um matches and they're all interesting format they all are have completely different rules and regulations um and it's uh it's so it's very recent and i think that it could end up being very successful in the future just because it is it's they're, they're very bold about how they advertise it and what they use for in terms of rules and regulations and whatnot so yeah india does sports right india goes yeah like, they do they do next level yeah. stuff and they got some sick have you guys ever heard of kadabi mm -hmm. have you dude i love kadabi it's so sick who is that who is, who is that? that, Joe? Who is it? No, the game Kadabi. Yeah, I thought. yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that? Is it's it, like is that chair volleyball? No, no, no. It's like it's like uh, there's two sides and you have to touch someone from the other team and get back to your side. It's kind of like tag, but like 
it's kind of it's we a do little that every single but day all, for warm up. Yeah. All of their <laughs> Kadabi, yeah. All all of the Indian sports, it it turns it. It's like a like a nightclub almost. Oh like yeah. Everywhere you look, like it's it's always looks like a nightclub. Off. Like yeah. the light shows are next level, and like, dude, the I, lights are fun. Yeah. I love fun. that. It's it's very animated. And then you asked Gage Orja, one of you, to ask how I actually got into the league. Um, right. Madison McKibben is connected with um, one of the the league. Um, kind of like league managers or um, yeah, league correspondents. And they put my name into a draft. So I didn't even know if I was going to get drafted, honestly. Um, but then all of a sudden I, I missed it. I was sleeping when it happened, but they have this huge draft where like they show up numbers for players and all the coaches <laughs> are gathered together and they just bid on you. And then, yeah, you end up getting just recruited to a team and then they had to go through the visa process. And now I'm here. And we're you just like woke up and... done with the season. Yeah. You're <laughs> so, halfway so... done with the season. Oh, yeah. We're almost. You just no, started we're, last we're like, week. We're a, thir- we're a third of the way through. So it's like you play a six-match round robin among seven teams. Top four teams make a, a semifinal and a final. And that's it. It's done. The last match is the finals played on the 27th of this month. So I have like, yeah, 17 days left to be in this season. <laughs> that so is such schedule? a sweet gig, man. That is, yeah, that's such so a sweet you, gig. You pretty much, I pretty much, I was supposed to be be in like Kochi, Kerala, which is like 500 miles from where I am right now. I'm in Hyderabad, high tech city. Um, it's like a very industrial area in India. It's, it's it's pretty nice. Kochi is like where the league was supposed to be hosted. It's like this beautiful beach city town, um, right on the water. So I was stoked when I got drafted to this team. Um, but then this is actually where the competition venue is supposed to be as well when we were going to be the home team, but then a bunch of COVID stuff happened. So they moved us to an entirely different city, 500 miles away. Um, and, and so the that's, city, that's in kind the, of been interesting in the name of the city, it's high Hyderabad. Hyderabad, but what else did you say? High tech. Yeah. It's like high tech. It's like Hyderabad, high tech city. That's insane. Hyderabad, yeah. high tech. That sounds like some like. Avengers like Batman type of city. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty <laughs> great. Sick. Yeah, it's fun. Um and then what else? Oh yeah, so I was supposed to be training with the team um from for almost a month, but the visa process for every international player got delayed. It was very difficult, a very difficult process. And the tech support that was helping us out didn't really speak English and it was like two dollars and forty cents for every minute you spent on the phone with them. So <laughs> oh, I pretty yeah. much was just like, you guys figure this out. Um, I'll just keep sending documents in as they're required because I, I don't understand anything that's going on. Um, so I pretty much had four days of practice and then you just kind of start playing and then you have a break and you start playing like every other night or like at the end of the season, I think we have two matches in a row. Like it's it's just back to back training compete training 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 compete we got to make our way out there it yeah, sounds dude, like that, that, shows, that sounds <laughs> it so sounds sick, like dude. such a sweet gig do you think it's gage fun. and i could hit do you think gage and i could hit yeah absolutely Ooh. bro there's some, like, there's, some, <laughs> there's some raw there's some raw athletes in this league there's some really raw athletes but like it's not necessarily technical it's not a, a very technical it's like all showmanship and combination plays and just trying to absolutely bounce the ball low with like- This is so sick, dude. Like, like the last match, the last match, 
the, the opponent that we were playing against, this one outside, not a super huge jumper, but just did not hold back. And, like, first point of the game, we absolutely clamped him. So I'm thinking, like, good, that's their guy. Like, maybe we're in his head. The rest of the game, like, crushing bicks <laughs> off of people's heads, like, <laughs> blasting fingers into the audience, like, just throwing everything. Like, he was falling down after every time he hit the ball, and it was just going off, like, unreal. And I'm like, good for him, man. He's not holding back <laughs> at all. He's fully getting after this, yeah. Yeah. And are, are there fans there? Are there allowed to have fans there? And everything? Yeah, there's some fans. There are some fans. Yeah, it's, it's okay. a smaller venue. Um, it's a really large stadium, but the actual competition venue is very small because of COVID. They only let in a select few. And the fans are, like, they're awesome. And, they're really awesome. And uh, let's get into the rules here, man. Cause, like, I want to hear yeah, about yeah, these yeah. super points. I want to hear about the, these Costco yeah. balls. Let, let's get into it here. Let, let's break down the rules here first, Colt. All right, let's see. So matches are all played five sets to 15. You have to play all five sets. If you win 5-0, you get three points. If you win 4-1, 3-2, you get two points. Um, and I actually don't think you get any points for losing. I'm pretty sure it's just a straight up zero for losing, even if you lose 3-2 in the tiebreaker. Um, all the sets are capped at 15, so there's no win by two. But there's this thing called super points, which is where the coach holds up the super point sign, and you literally <laughs> hear, like, you know the movie The Purge? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the lights are going crazy, and it just sounds like The Purge. Like, there's, like, a locomotive train coming through the stadium, and, like, it just goes crazy for, like, 30 seconds in between the side out. You're just sitting there like, all right, and then uh, and it's worth two. So if you score it, it's worth two points. So and if you if you lose it, it's not worth two for the other team. So it's not like a double or nothing. Um, but it's just worth it's worth two points if you convert it. Um, can't you only use then, that like under a certain like you yes, can't use that for game you, point though? I bo- yeah you can't you you can't use it after eleven. Eleven. Or once okay. one team has yeah once right, one team right, has right. twelve I believe I'm not sure if you can use it. Right. Um, and then. Aces with contact are worth one point. If an ace touches the floor without anybody touching it, it's automatically worth two. We played this at UCLA, actually. And Sparrow bought different balls for, like, super points. He he bought, like, we have – you know the molten balls that we play with that are blue? Yeah. Like like red, white, and blue. But there's also the one that's, like, in the USA gym that's red, white, and green for, like, the – green. Yeah. Whatever those weird turn Pan Am cups and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he bought the green ones, and we would always play oh, like nice. Indian volleyball with like super points and stuff. It was pretty fun. That's sick. Yeah, and so on the super points, you always see the teams trying to run like X two, like or like sl- step outs, like all kinds of crazy stuff. <laughs> um, and it's just like it's whack, and they just literally try to bounce the ball. Um, they just try to bounce every single ball as hard as they can. Um, it's it's pretty fun it's like it's really entertaining um and it's almost like no matter what like the result is or what the score is you kind of always leave the game like yeah i had a blast like that was really fun it was really entertaining um the energy's super good and it's just yeah it's a good time for sure but it's definitely not your typical competitive matchup it's like you want to win but at the same time there's a certain element of like 
showmanship and entertainment value that's like always present. <laughs> is, yeah. Dude, and, is, oh, is, a, is, is a super point direct ace four points? No, Ooh. no, I know, no, I know that would be crazy, but no, that one they're still only worth two. Um, so the crazy thing is this guy Ryan Meehan, he's a Long Beach middle blocker and now a beach volleyball player, and now he's in India playing indoor. Um, in his 30s, like good player, he ripped off in the match like two tape aces, like just hit the tape straight to the floor, and like everyone went berserk, like like jumping on him, like humping him, like. You're my hero, bro. Like all this crazy stuff. And one of them was like to end the set and it was just like electric. It was crazy. And like, but those are the only aces that are really happening or like those tape aces. Like those are gold. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, those are. Those are. And he did huge. like, she did like two in a row. Did you guys yeah. see Kyle Russell's um, service? Oh, he set a world record. That was a Guinness yeah. Book world record. <laughs> that was 11, in... 11 aces and eight consecutive. That yeah. was in eight consecutive dude consecutive like and you have to think touches we were talking about that you have to think our team was saying he at least had they've had to at least call two timeouts like you take two or three aces timeout another two or three aces another timeout and he still kept serving no that was ridiculous i was like wait this can't be for real like this can't be for real the highlight of that was nuts was he serving that hard or was it like dude they were pretty dang nice serves like he yeah, went one on the, the sideline to moving. five, one on the sideline to one that nobody like yeah, in any league is going to touch. And I was like, side Jesus, side dude, yeah. eight in a row though to get eight in a game is like an in, like ridiculous, ridiculous serving performance. Yeah, and he got yeah, eight, eight in a row. row. That's insane. He's built for that league. He is built yeah, for that league. True. That also is a league yeah. that the out of system boys will never get a chance to be in, but it would be pretty fun. <laughs> Any of the Asian leagues, no shot. He's no like shot. A, he's like the perfect player for that league. He's like the most token American, like mustache, mullet, just big muscles, just big jacked. Muscles. Like it's like so it fits so well. It's awesome to see that. So, uh, so what's the living like? And like it looks like you guys are in a hotel room. The Americans get to like chill together and everything. Uh-huh. Or like, what's it like over there? Yeah, so we live in the Westin which is really nice. Um, the amenities are really nice. You can watch TV from your bathtub. Um, Good life. There's right room there. service. There's room service, like, if you want it and stuff. And the food, I mean, I'm I'm struggling. <laughs> I'm struggling with the food, man. I have a really <laughs> sensitive stomach. I have a really sensitive stomach. And it's just, it's brutal. I, I will not go into detail. All, all I keep telling people is that I am struggling with the food. It's brutal. I never wanted to be offensive to the people of India, but I am like, I'm struggling a lot. Like I'm losing weight really quickly. I'm losing weight really quickly from the spices and like hydration is like my body is just very dehydrated from all the spices. Flushed. Yeah. <laughs> I can only that imagine. is tough. But we're living like we're living in a really nice, really nice hotel. It's just that it's tough because we're living in a bubble and this hotel is not completely reserved for us. It's for regular um, citizens and guests as well. So we have to reserve gym time. We have to reserve pool time. We have to reserve lawn time. And they're very strict about if they see us walking outside, we could end up getting punished, our team, and we could end up getting suspended. So you don't get much t- like daylight or fresh air, unfortunately. Dang. Um, and that's the only, that's the only 
difficult thing about being here right now pretty much is is that style of life can get very repetitive and um you literally just want to take a second take a breathe in the fresh air sometimes or get some sunlight you know especially if it's a hawaii kid like i'm like dude i need sun or just to get in the pool like i need the water and not having that is a little tough when you said get punished i thought it was like like there's the law in india you can't walk outside and <laughs> like get thrown in jail or they'll spank you <laughs> Come here, Imagine little they, it's such a game show they like this is really funny but you're like walking and then we you just see like a bunch of buzzers and the lights come on it's like super point for your contract and they're like <laughs> yeah. you have to serve this ball one and like somebody pops out of the one bushes of the with like <laughs> with a microphone one of the best practices we had was we did a servant pass on the lawn <laughs> what like you, they lined up six guys on a hill. And they put me in the libero, and they just all start hitting at us. And, and it's just like you have no idea where the ball's coming from. They're just going at it, man. And oh, it, but I was God. like, I'm getting sunlight. I'm outside. Like I not be really grateful right now as I'm getting just lit up by balls, like close proximity too. And he called it a servant pass, and they're like 12 feet away, just like. <laughs> Tossing, jumping, and ripping balls. Yeah, Costco, awesome. Indio Costco. Balls. How how famous are your Costco, teammates? Are they like yeah. Costco balls? Are your teammates like like crazy amount of followers and stuff? Are volleyball players pretty well known in India? Um, there's some very well known volleyball players in India. Um, but I I I I think it's mainly just like the national team guys. There's a lot of national team guys for India that are just like evenly distributed. Like for us, our national team guys are our two middles. Um, Karthik mm. and Deepesh, and they're they're both very well known. Um, and then you have like literally some guys that have like they're on the national team, but they're all so famous for like as as everyone's seen going onto the dirt court and bouncing. Yeah, balls. that's what I was gonna ask. That's what I want to kind of get into. Off. <clears throat> how yeah. does that how does that work? How does the dirt court work? That's something that Addison some boys definitely want to go check out like one summer. Like just go. Play so I and... think so. The dirt court is like. It's, it's teams that are divided by state. So each state will make like a top team of players and they'll all go to these super large dirt court competitions. Um, and I believe it's, there's, there's hybrid formats. Like sometimes it's six V six, sometimes it's four man. Um, sometimes it's like indoor with an open roof. Sometimes it's just outdoor on the dirt, but it's like, it's just volleyball. It's, it's just volleyball. Um, but all of the venues are just like this kind of like soft turf dirt almost. Um, and that's like what they're, they're really famous for. And I think that's why this league now is so important for um, a lot of these Indian national players, just because it gives them opportunities and it looks more professional and more organized. Definitely. That's super cool. Yeah. Like in, I said, in, in, in... Prime Rupe Prime Volleyball League powered by A23. Yeah. Boom. Shout out. Boom. That's awesome. In 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 the Indian uh league, are there a lot of guys that just like ask about America? Have have most of them been to the US or is a lot of people ask about it? I really wish that I could answer that question. Um but my team in particular doesn't speak great English. Mm. So especially speak, so our star, especially our starting six. That's a tough draw. <laughs> Do you have a translator? It's really tough. Do you get a translator? Uh, we, we. So that's the other part too. In India, 
they all speak different languages in each state. And I asked him, I'm like, okay, well, you guys all use the general, like, same alphabet, right? They're like, nope. And I'm like, oh. Okay. <laughs> what? Okay. Different so alphabets. They all, they, they all try to speak English, but it's like, it's, <clears throat> it's, it's, very, it's very difficult to interpret. Um, do they speak English? What do they very speak to each other? Different. Sorry, what do they speak to each uh, other? It's like it's it's uh, it's like all. It's sometimes it's it's like some English words with like Indian article adjectives or whatever they're called. Like it's 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 different, but it's not. It's if I was listening to them speak, there's go- definitely misunderstanding. I can just tell, like I can perceive that from the body language, <laughs> um, and they also it's. A lot of <laughs> <laughs> all Dude, the time, like all the that, time. Man. Yeah, I get that. And all the time. So, what are some things that yeah. that like going more into the lifestyle? Because it sucks that you're in the quarantine. But yeah. what are some team? Like, what are some things that have shocked you about India that you didn't know? How many Just states are there? With... No idea. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> it's a huge. It's a huge company or country. It's like 1.3 billion people. Yeah. It so. Is. Yeah, it's ginormous. It's ginormous. So there's all kinds of languages, which I wish that's one of the things that shocked me is the fact that so many of my teammates can't understand each other. Yeah, (laughs) that's that's ridiculous. Um, How do they have like a united, they have to have a country like first language. Like kind of like a universal language. Yeah, how do you have a government? Like a national government. Yeah, I don't don't understand it either. Um, But it's such a big company that I feel like some of the states do operate very remotely or very independently. That's kind of what I'm getting. Cause some of the guys too, it's like, there's no ill will or ill intent towards each other if they're from different states. But I noticed there's distinct differences in like their personalities. And I'm assuming that's the way they were raised and like based off of the economic opportunities in each country. Yeah. Um, Something that shocked me, I guess I would say is also that like everyone here like is eating with their fingers and their hands. Um, Like everything is always fingers and hands. Really? And I'm over, I'm over here with my silverware. Just like, (laughs) that's pretty, I prefer that. I like that. I like that. Gage, you'd fit in there. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. I'd fit in right there. Oh man. I feel like, do you just get physios sent to your room? Like do the physios come straight to your room? Yeah. Oh no. I go to my physios room. Um, okay. So my physio is is awesome. So he was the same physio. I played for the Kochi Blue Spikers. David Lee um, also played for them two years ago when the league was held, and he was the same physio. And David Lee nicknamed our physio. His name is Thiru, like the tiger. <laughs> like David guy, Lee is the this man. Dude, this guy Thiru is is awesome. There's like a video of him. I think that David made. That's like him hitting balls in practice. And it's got like eye of the tiger, like blaring in the background. And this dude's taking like that super long, like high jumper approach where like you come around in an arc towards the net around the court. And then he comes back to the middle of the court and then hits it middle of the net. <laughs> like the dude's, the dude's pretty short too. So it's just really funny. And then the end of the video concludes with like him sitting in a carriage and like the whole video is based on, He's looking for his first professional opportunity. All that he requests is a horse for his carriage. Like it's so, it's such a classic video. If David <laughs> made that, to, that would not surprise me. I'll try to send it me. to you guys. Yeah, but it's it's classic, man. 
So also on the level, like to get a gauge, yeah. how much, how well would your team last year from UH do in this league? If it was my team from UH last year, um, competing against the other professional teams, we would win the league. Okay. But if the in, if the Indian national team players all made a team, I think they'd be capable of, of beating us. Okay, okay. Just because, I mean, it's it's very difficult to say because our reset. Uh, it's it's difficult to say. It also depends on what ball. Honestly, yeah. it's really <laughs> dependent upon the ball. If we're playing with the Costco ball, none of us would make a serving. Um, How's it passing? And we would all res- we'd all resort to float serving, and um, they would just run combination plays out of nowhere, and they would shred us. But if we were playing with an NCAA ball or a molten ball, like they wouldn't be able to generate the same velocity on the serves and we would be in system quite often. Um, yeah. So that's kind of the answer to that, but the level is, is really, there's definitely some players that stand out and they're really raw athletes. Um, and they're just, yeah, they're dynamic. Um, they have a good grassland ball. Some of the setters are good, like really talented, really good at diversifying the offense and distributing the ball. Um, but they would have to make their own super team. Or else, I think the UH team would would definitely um, win confidently. Before we before we let you off here, I just have one yeah. question here. So, what happens after the twenty uh, seventh? You go home, and then what? Like, where's well, where's home? And then what happens? Yeah, so I'll go back to I'll go back to Honolulu, and I'll be uh, coaching at the Micah Maas alma mater. I'll be the assistant hey. coach for Puno School for this boys volleyball season. Kaboons. Um, and then I'm going to do that for the, uh, yeah, I'm going to do that for about the preceding two months following this, this season. I'll be doing that for about two months. And then right around May, um, we're kind of just going to see what happens. Um, hopefully, fingers crossed, I'll get an opportunity to do either some Pan Am stuff or national team stuff and just get some more high-level reps um, in preparation for uh, the next professional season that I will enter um, and then yeah it's just preparing for that next stage to compete with the team that cannot be named at this point in time and yeah <laughs> well, that's you, sick, man. so you're signed for next year already yeah oh sick I'm that's signed with, nice. I signed with I signed with Gage Gage Worsley I put all my faith in Gage wow okay let's <laughs> the UH two or maybe maybe that's I can't, so sick. I can't speaking, speaking, deny. Of the, speaking of the UH team. <laughs> no 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 we can't we can't say anything we can't say anything we can't say anything. Oh no. Um, of course not. Colt, well, I, hopefully, Addison must be seeing a lot more of you this summer for sure. Uh, and hopefully, oh, yeah, you'll be playing also, a lot yeah, this some summer. Some of those, some of those yeah, yeah. events. Yeah. It's all up in the air right you guys, now. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, it's all up in the air right now. We just kind of, as the time gets closer, you know, they, like we said, we're always throwing stuff in the air and then who knows the next night you're on a plane heading over you know who knows uh, but we'll see yeah, what it's all ma- I'd be I'd be honored to be the mascot yeah no you'd cool. be playing of course and mascotting <laughs> I mean you could do two at the same time yeah um, we're gonna we're gonna fly Cosmo the Cougar yeah. to BYU and we're just gonna Cosmo oh, that'll man. make Gage play I wanna be the I hate that guy so much <laughs> <laughs> I remember just like watching BYU cause it was a tournament and he was in front of me I just wanna beat the living crap out of that guy I have, I don't know why I just wanted to kill Cosmo the Cougar yeah I'll just Anyways. dress up as a pineapple and grapple with him 
<laughs> good for branding. All right, well, Colton, thank you so much for hopping on here, and uh, good luck in the, your Indian adventure, and uh, safe towels when you have to head home. Namaste. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Colt. Namaste. <laughs> Thanks, Colt. You can, you can handle the heat. Yeah. You can, you can handle the heat. What a wildly, explosively entertaining league, the Indian League. Well, I know there's a long, long name to that league, but I'm just going to call it the Indian League because I completely <laughs> forgot what it is. That's not, that's sick, man, though, dude. That sounds so sick. That is. It's a pretty sweet deal he's got. Yeah. Super, super sick. I think uh, uh, we'll, we'll post the link in the bio here so you guys can catch a few games. I think you said somewhere on YouTube as well. Yeah, Micah? Yeah, I, I definitely found one on YouTube I looked up. His game was the very first game, and I looked up Indian League Volleyball, and it was the very first one. Do they have a lot of views? Like, do a lot of people watch it or what? Um, I can pull it up right now if you want. I mean, want. it doesn't really matter. That doesn't matter. Who cares? I don't think it was too many. I mean, probably watching a lot on the Indian game show. Yeah, I'm guessing it's like more live TV. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. God, that's so crazy. Like you said, in, like I think Joe said this, Indian definitely knows how to do games. Like it's always just like showmanship. No, yeah, 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 yeah. They really do. They really do. They get hyped. They get amped and hyped. I was gonna say hamped, but hamped. I think uh, that's it's definitely something. They always, always have the talk. best hosts. That's true. Like, their host is always just like, what? Yeah, they're just freaking lit. <laughs> Super. Dude, that's the thing. You don't have to speak a, speak a language to know. Dude, how about all those different languages? Like, Yeah, like, that's ridiculous. How do they get anything done? Like, what is your country? I don't know if they have a constitution. This is very ignorant of us, but like, how does your federal government work? Like, what language is the law written in? And think about it. They have their most populous, pop, dense population in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got people, and like, man. They got people. And does, wait, how many states? Twelve, you said? Or I asked. Like I asked. He said he doesn't know. That's so crazy, dude. I don't know. I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know. That's a whole other route we can get into. Anyways, uh, I want to give a fat shout to... 28 man, states. 28 states all speaking this different language. India has 28 states. God. There are also eight union territories. Jesus. Wow. Let's imagine. Good luck. Imagine the chaos. Most people <laughs> in the country, and they all speak different languages. Like, dude, like that hear, is kind of why I want to kind of go, because I want to I want to see the chaos, dude. Just embrace chaos. I want to see the chaos. I want to see it. Dude, yeah. Embrace the chaos. Um, before we wrap up here, I want to give a fat shout to Manscaped here. The holidays went by so quickly. Did you remember to take care of your package with the best tools for the job? The Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped is just the thing you guys need in their life to make each and every day just a little more special. The number one product in this package is the Lawnmower 4.0. This electric trimmer is designed to trim hair on loose skin. And get this. The trimmer's advanced skin-safe technology reduces cuts and nicks on your delicate balls. It even has a 400... Oh my, I'm reading this right. 400K LED spotlight, so when you shave anywhere your heart desires. Did I mention that it's waterproof too? I'd like to propose making February 13th a national holiday as a National Shave Your Balls Day. I mean, who's with me here, boys? I think this is the one holiday that men and women can get behind. Use a promo code, volleyballs, all cap. For 20% off and free shipping. And also, to get electrolyted. Whether it's for the Manscaped or just for volleyball purposes. 
Use your promo code ABSTIN for 20% off to get nicely electrolyted from Dr. Price's Electrolytes. And remember, if you can't handle the heat, goddamn kitchen. This has been another episode presented by 